Hi, this is Nicole. And this is Mike. And this is the Comically Caffeinated Podcast. Okay, so we're back on this lovely Saturday morning. Uh, good morning, Michael. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> um, and today we have a special guest. Fabio from Tatooine Times has joined us again to talk about Kenobi. Welcome, Fabio. Hey, guys. I'm back. <laughs> we are so happy to have you back and to, you know, just fangirl, fanboy over part one and part two because it honestly was amazing yeah i i feel like uh, i always uh, do like a like a like a review article for each uh, episode of like all the disney plus shows and i feel like i never really get to talk to anybody about it it's just <laughs> me like writing the article and be like oh my god so <laughs> i just really wanted to do this because it's you know like you said it's it's been crazy and and so surreal so, right. And the, and then <laughs> adding celebration on top of this, it just has been wild. All the information we've been getting, it's like information overload. Um, yeah, but, it, but, it, but in the best way possible, it's a good thing that we're getting all this extra stuff and we're learning, you know, about new things coming out and, you know, how, you know, Ewan McGregor is at celebration now. So he's just making it even more special. So yeah yeah it's been crazy like i think uh one of the coolest things uh that i that i've seen on tv obviously i'm not there uh jason is there representing tattooing times but um he uh, uh ewan mcgregor uh came out uh just completely unexpected i don't know if you guys were watching the live stream uh but um they're they were having the duck chain panel and uh all of a sudden they interrupted the duck check uh uh panel and all of a sudden, Ewan shows up uh, to the stage and just wanted to thank everybody. And everybody, like, relief, you know. The whole crowd exploded, everybody <laughs> chanting, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan. Oh, my gosh. And he loved it. And he was like, I, you know, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the premiere, the episode uh, three, four, five, six. And then somebody in the crowd said, seven, eight. And he's like, seven, eight, nine, ten. He got really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I really hope he... he uh, he gets to do a second season. He does say that he will be interested because there's more to tell, I guess. Oh, good, good, good. Love to see. Definitely. Um, okay, so before we get into it, um, what are we drinking today, guys? Uh, Mike, what are you drinking? Um, I have a Sour Heads Bang Energy drink. All right, all right. Fabio, what do you got going on this morning? Uh, not too exciting. Just uh, sparkling water is a bubbly uh grapefruit sparkling water that i'm drinking out of my uh tattooing times mug and okay it's really weird <laughs> it's supposed no. to be like a deep, deep, uh, mug, but no that's I, good I'm, in, I'm, I'm improvising <laughs> perfect <laughs> and perfect. i am drinking uh i finally i've been wanting to try this for a while it's called death wish coffee it's supposedly the strongest coffee ever so I will be highly caffeinated before the day's over. And I'm drinking out of my BB-8 mug. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah. I mean, it is, the show is called, uh, you know, comically caffeinated. So I'm expecting some coffee. (laughs) (laughs) She's either going to crash really, really hard or 
she's gonna have a lot of energy today yeah <laughs> let's see what happens so okay part one came out um obviously along with part two what were your initial thoughts like did anything you know immediately come to your mind when you first saw it or anything like that all the things <laughs> <laughs> where do we start where do we start i mean i think i think the uh as a as a prequel fan a prequels fan yeah uh it's that the um the re- recap, whatever you want to call it, right? The, oh, the, like the prequel recap and previ- previously, on previously on Star Wars. On Star Wars, <laughs> like all the movies twenty years ago. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna stab yeah. you right in the heart. <laughs> exactly, exactly, and it was just like the uh, uh, it, how it was edited and like the new music, which kind of like a more like a TV series kind of you know action or drama. Uh, kind of soundtrack and and then just diving right into uh, the show was just like it you was know unexpected. Perfect. I feel yeah. like it was perfect. It just went right into it. Like it just made sense to me. Um, I I love that they added that though. It was it wasn't like a gut to the to the to the heart. I was like, okay, this you need to be reminded of those huge points in the prequels to get to this point and yeah i don't know I, I felt like it was seamless i'm like okay it, it had to happen yeah i think it's not just uh you know for people that haven't watched the prequels it was kind of a spoiler uh galore oh, but yeah um but i mean I, i'm sure people have watched the movies at this point um to you know to get to uh watch obi-wan but i don't know and then it's just kind of slowed down a little bit which is great and kind of gives you a little bit of time to get into the story of obi-wan and i really liked how you and obi-wan he doesn't really talk much until later on yeah and that just really kept the you know the mystery and and just kind of like a delayed return of obi-wan even though we see him you know working in the you know butcher shop or whatever you want to call it yeah it was kind of cool to hear him after a while it's just kind of kind of brought him back um, yeah. in a nice way. They they definitely like throw the inquisitors at you right away. Yeah. Like you like if I mean obviously if you're not like if you hadn't watched the prequels, I mean they're not in the prequels, but like Clone Wars, Rebels, all that, uh, Fallen Order, stuff like that like um they introduce you to at least like the top 3 right now right away. Yeah, yeah, they do. And they're terrifying. They are. I I wasn't expecting to see them right away, and I, and I guess that's you know that's fine. You know, I wonder how many people have watched this and thought, who are these inquisitors, and like had to do like all this research on them because I kind of feel like not many people know about them. Not enough, at least. Yeah, I feel like they had some. You know some of the outlets, uh, Star Wars outlet, or I mean, in general, that has some like, uh, who are the Inquisitors, or you know, like a little guide of on the Inquisitors, and I feel like it's just such a big part of like Star Wars uh, outside the movies that it's kind of nice to see them come into live action and really connect everything, like all the all the different shows and movies and. Um, 
It's just kind of nice to see games. Yeah, especially, yeah, like you said, uh, Jedi uh, Fallen Order, um, I think had the most uh, Inquisitor content. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you go to the, uh, you know, um, their lair. uh, I don't know what it was called, like the castle. um, And, and, you know, the comics as well. And and Rebels, obviously, that started it all. but what did you guys think about the uh, the Grand Inquisitor? Because I know a lot of people were like complaining about the uh, the makeup and all this stuff. But I think uh, I think his name is Rupert Friend. Yeah. yeah, he he did amazing, and like mm-hmm. his voice is so creepy. It's more almost like a vampire. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. that. I I you know from the get go when we got like a little preview of the Inquisitors, well the Grand Inquisitor, I. I thought, yeah, there was differences from what we saw in Rebels, but I was, I was still just as excited. Like, for the most part, it does look like what we've seen in the past, and 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 I enjoyed the performance. Like you said, he, he sounds very creepy. Inquisitors are scary, um, terrifying, all that. Like, I, I enjoyed it all. Yeah, it's, it's uh, like, for being Rebels fans and stuff like that, just the fact that they're on screen, we were like... Like, yes. just extremely excited <laughs> and because it, it's just more content being thrown out into the world and when you're the content is the kenobi show like it's even that much bigger i think for one i think he like looked great i thought that he like when i'm watching rebels i was terrified of him because mm-hmm. like you say that you say the vampire look in in rebels he looks like a vampire like he absolutely looks like and like this here he looked you know the dark eyes or the dark fog on the eyes and everything like that and the way that he was talking i felt like every time he was on screen he was going to kill somebody so I, I was i was extremely like i was extremely happy with his performance in just the first two episodes same mm-hmm. and you know it's funny that you said that like you thought he was going to kill somebody at any time but like one thing i noticed about him is just how patient he was especially compared to reva like he he wanted to take his time to hunt down the Jedi and I don't know I kind of respect that in a weird way I guess. <laughs> yeah, she she has like it seems one priority and he has like the full picture. Mm-hmm. He I feel like he knows exactly why they're there and what they're looking for and she has her eye on like one thing and that's it. So he's a le- I, I mean I want to say he's a leader but he's a leader. He's a he is she's mm-hmm. he told her that she is the least of them. He is. Uh, he's the main guy. So, I, I mean, I think that makes him more terrifying, too, that he can be that patient. Yeah, in a way, it's kind of like a parallel to, um, like, Obi-Wan and Anakin's relationship. It's like Anakin is Reva, just very impulsive and, you know, wants to get to, um, you know, to the action uh, part of the uh, the mission and, and trying to, like, really get to the, you know, Get to accomplish the mission uh and uh, and then you know uh, the grand inquisitor is basically obi-wan say hey you know slow down mm-hmm. um i like how you know like she was immediately at the uh saloon he was like she was like throwing a knife and you know trying to cut down the uh that jedi that they found um and he was like trying to stop her uh, with the force it was just great it just cinematically was just like so good it just, um, you know, sucked you right in, and you were just like, no, thinking about, oh my gosh, I'm watching Obi Wan. It, it just like you were just right into the story, like you said. 
Right. You know, talking about the whole saloon uh, situation and how that, how the Jedi basically, you know, exposed himself when he used the force. I wasn't expecting that. Like, I'm assuming everybody's acting like Obi-Wan where they don't want to show their abilities at all. So I was kind of, I was kind of shook like 10 years later into, you know, the empire taking over that somebody was willing to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, uh, Oh, whoever, like if they don't do that, then obviously they get, they, they find them and they kill, they kill them. And the, what they, the inquisitor said, like, you know, we're just, you know, just, we just have the leftovers. Right. And that's why Reva really wants to get to Obi-Wan because he's like the, you know, he's the big one, right? He, yeah. um, she wants to get him because that's all there's left, right? There's only, there are only uh, a few Jedi left, but it's cool to see that there's also, there are also other Jedi that it's not just like Obi-Wan, like, you know, like we thought Obi-Wan, you know, Yoda, um, only a few, like there's more, obviously it's, it makes sense, right? You know, why yeah. would they all be at the temple? Right. Um, mm-hmm. But also actually going back, like I totally forgot about this. Like we got the, um, like the Jedi purge, like a little glimpse of the Jedi purge from a different perspective, which was really powerful. Um, and I think I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I feel like I know what you're about to say. <laughs> I have a feeling yeah. that it, this is not just one little, like, few-minute scene, and that's it. Like, I feel like that's basically an intro to more um, flashbacks, and uh, that we might see Hayden as Darth Vader in, you know, that uh, ten years mm-hmm. uh, ago, and maybe like more of the. Which is like crazy. I mean, we already saw so much uh, death in the in Revenge of the Sith, uh, but we might be able to see more of that. Maybe like glimpses or mm-hmm. memories. I feel like I had the feeling when we were watching the beginning, which the beginning when you get like the purge of Order sixty six, it feels like every Batman movie. We're about to see Thomas <laughs> and Martha Wayne die every time. But um, I feel like the beginning with them showing that. It was also like the introduction of Reva. I feel like that was, I have a feeling that that was Reva as one of the younglings. Uh, interesting. And that's, sometime, okay. and that's somewhat why I feel like she knows who Anakin is because when she was escaping, she saw Anakin taking out people in the, uh, that's just my theory. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think I have to know a little bit of, of her background because they kind of, uh, portrayed her as like the uh, the underdog, and she's now like worthy of being an inquisitor. All this stuff. So I think we we're gonna have to see some something, at least a little bit of an explanation of that. Mm-hmm. And like who knows? It, yeah, yeah. I felt like it was just it was a like you said, it's a scene that it could take a minute or two, but it's just as powerful as anything else that you've watched of it of any different perspective of Order sixty six. But I feel like just the beginning when you when it pans out with all the younglings, I feel like the first one you see is her. Cause even in the end, they're like, what do we do? And she, and the younglings like run, we run. And I felt like that was just like her, uh, just a theory. just, just something that I, I caught on to when I watched it. Yeah. I really enjoyed the fifth brother too. 
Mm-hmm. I thought that he did pretty well, also. Yeah, and I think like he's, I don't know, I'm not not gonna say that he's got a heart, but he's much more responsible. Maybe like, hey, yeah. you know, stop. Like you have to, you know, think through this before mm-hmm. just going there out there and killing everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think like he was. It, yeah, I think he was kind. He's kind of like the Grand Inquisitor with that patience. And I was telling Michael earlier, I kind of just feel like Riva is just unhinged. Like, I'm, I'm truly interested in seeing her backstory because something happened to her that she, uh-huh. she is just so desperate to either, you know, get Obi-Wan or to get Darth Vader's respect. Yeah. And that she doesn't even right. care about the Grand Inquisitor or her, uh, the fifth brother or whatever. Like, yeah. she just right. wants to get him at all cost yeah Yeah. if if i get kenobi then i get the full respect of vader or the rest of the inquisitors yeah i wonder if there's more like um of the relationship between uh reva and and anakin vader in this case Mm -hmm. um i think there's got to be more because i mean why even i don't think she really cares about the other inquisitors i think she cares mostly about vader's respect um so i don't know it'll it'll be interesting to see possibly uh wednesday yes oh my god yeah (laughs) already (laughs) that's exciting to think about So, like you said earlier, it like getting into Kenobi, it's a slow pace just for Kenobi himself. Um, but it, but it, it's 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 kind of you know nice because he is pretty quiet. So you're kind of seeing that he's truly living a simple life. He he doesn't want to make bring any attention to himself. He just wants to make his living at le- at that meat market or you know, whatever that is, and, and get back to, you know, his home, which is in this pretty big cave. I think that's a cave, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I thought it's cool, though. Like, I, I think the first time you hear him talk, other than to, like, the his employer, when he doesn't give, like, uh, his colleague, like, enough money or something, um, you hear him talking to a Jawa, who's selling him parts. And it was actually Mike who told me that like the toy that the Jawa sold to him was the toy that Anakin has in a new hope. And I'm like, why? Oh, sorry, Luke. Like, how did, how do I not catch that? (laughs) But that's so cool that they did that. Uh But I think immediately the, the thing that I've noticed, uh, one of the, I guess, parallels in star Wars is that, uh, how, how Obi-Wan is acting 
very much like uh, Luke in The Last Jedi. You know, he's kind of like he uh, closes himself off uh, from the Force. Uh, He's like, you know, the Jedi are done. Um, The fight is over. Like, you know, I don't, um, you should really not care about it. You should just move on and live a simple life. And that's what that's what uh, Luke Skywalker does in uh, uh, The Last Jedi. Uh, you know, fishing and all this stuff. Obviously, he's he's hurt and he's, he feels guilty just as much as Obi-Wan. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I thought that um, that parallel was really cool to see. And like now understanding that Obi-Wan is um, Luke's master, in, you know, in a way. And I thought it was interesting. Yeah, that is. And it kind of makes me sad that, you know, there's these Jedis out there that they have so much hope in bringing peace to the galaxy and to see them this, you know, put down and just not wanting to to do what they're probably what their heart is telling them to do. It's 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 really sad. Yeah, it's very defeating. I mean, it, yes. the, the one the one Jedi that comes to him in the in the desert and just ask for help or ask and he pretty much just tells him like or asks him in the end like what happened to you a lot a lot yeah. a lot of things a lot of things that you that you don't know or wouldn't understand but i think, some, I think something too that we like forgot before uh that scene is that um the dream that obi-wan has oh right the nightmares that, <laughs> talk about talk about the flashbacks that you get to see from there I, I legit told Nicole like during that scene because I, I, I was like bracing because I literally thought we were about to see Qui-Gon for a second, but <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I think it's happening. Not yet. Yeah. But he's yeah, I just I just love that. Like he's I mean, he's just so hurt, but it's not like unlike Luke in The Last Jedi, um, you know, and later on we see that um, he just he has this duty to protect Luke and at the same time Leia, uh, which, I mean, let's talk, you know, if you want to talk about that, that's, that's probably one of the highlights of the, uh, of the premiere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so it, that's, that's the difference between the two characters uh, from those uh, two different timelines, but uh, which I like, I think, I think it makes sense because obviously it's the return of Obi-Wan and he has to kind of get into back into action uh, one way or the other so yeah well you brought up leia so i think it's an appropriate time to talk about her <laughs> so i it's so funny i was telling mike just here's a little tidbit like um on twitter somebody was like let's do a uh obi-wan kenobi draft and that was one of the first things i put i'm like we're gonna see leia but i thought that was actually like far-fetched <laughs> i didn't think we were gonna get that like as much as we got of leia but that made my heart very happy to see her because she She's perfect. She looks just like, you know. Carrie. Why are you shaking your hand like that? I mean, it's just crazy. No, 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 no. I, I thought I, you were disagreeing. I'm like, we're ending no, this. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still. I, I can't believe it. I still can't believe it. I, I'm. Perfect. I'm still shocked by, by the, uh, um, you know, performance yeah. because it's not. Not only does she look like, um, like Leia, but she acts like her. Yeah. Like she just. It's just. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just some of her um, mannerism, and yeah. it's just crazy. And and 
she is so talented. Yes. Um, oh, I loved her. And yeah, and I just read, uh, I was looking at imdb.com and uh, Vivienne Lara Blair, that's that's her name, Okay. Uh, says six episodes. So I think oh. we're going to see her in uh, all the episodes. Good, yeah. um, good. It makes sense, though. I don't think it's going to be a one-off. Like, I feel like she was just uh she stalled stole the show mm-hmm. uh, yeah uh, right away and i feel like it's not she's not safe she's not gonna be safe until the very end yeah um, so that you was- uh are you convinced that she's gonna have more more airtime than luke yes yeah that makes yes. me sad because i do want to see luke as well but think about it um when we see luke in a new hope he's he hasn't had that adventure. True. He's just there. And, and Owen, you know, we can see Owen as well. I mean, and also a great performance uh, mm-hmm. there. But, like, you can see that he's not going to let Obi-Wan train him, obviously, because we see it in the New Hope that he only knows about uh, Ben Kenobi, the old, old Ben Kenobi. But <laughs> yeah. he hasn't really had an adventure with him. Uh, whereas Leia, in uh, in a New Hope, like he actually reaches, uh, she actually reaches out to to Obi Wan, "You're my only hope," and yeah. now it makes sense because they've had that relationship, they know each other, and yeah. not just like because you know, because of Bill Organa, but more than that. Yeah, so. right. Mike said the same thing yesterday, and and it just, you know, this show is for. I feel like it's satisfying a lot of prequel fans, but I think it's going to do the same for trilogy fans because it's adding that extra stuff. Like, like you said, it's going to make more sense, you know, how Leia called out for Obi-Wan because of that scene or because of these scenes. Like it's, I'm just still not like (laughs) over it. (laughs) Well, then you're, you're a hundred percent seeing why in uh, a new hope Owen talks the way that he does about, yeah. about obi-wan or old ben because like mm-hmm. like you can tell from episode one like their first interaction is him throwing the toy back at obi-wan mm-hmm. and, you know telling him to stay away and though he he i want to say he saved obi-wan but though he kept his mouth shut and didn't say that he knew that there was a jedi there or obi-wan was there he didn't do it for obi-wan he did it for luke he did it for yeah for other reasons but like and there is so much like hate there. He he has so much hate for yeah. Obi Wan. Yeah, he happy. blames him. Yeah, he blames blames him for for Anakin's um, death, I guess. Um, and because you know, in in Attack of the Clones, they actually you know come together and they have that moment where um, you know Anakin goes uh, and tries to save his mom and all this stuff. So there's a lot of um, emotions going on in there, and I feel like it's um you know it's it's gonna really play like we're gonna see more of that um in in the uh later shows but yeah uh just going back to luke skywalker i think to confirm that it does say that uh he's uh the you know actor is only gonna be there for two episodes so we already uh, we've already seen him in one and i i'm thinking that there's actually gonna be there's gotta be one like one special moment at mm-hmm. least that we'll get um yeah maybe it's not gonna be direct but there, there will be a special moment yeah there's gotta be an interaction because there, there's 
I, I don't believe that a new hope Luke is just talking about Ben as like a folk tale of somebody that's just been out in the No. Yeah, I mean he's talked to him, right? There's yeah. been an interaction, but it's probably not as um satisfying as we want it because yeah. of the move of, of a new hope. Um but yeah, Owen is definitely gonna be there because it says that it's like five he's gonna be in five episodes. And I'm thinking that I think episode two didn't have Owen. So I think he's going to be predominant in the the later episodes. I think that's great, though, because he he did a really good job. Like, I do not like Uncle Owen. <laughs> you- <laughs> even, the voice, even the voice is, uh, is spot on. I think he's uh, Australian. Oh, okay. So he really mastered the, the voice. I don't I don't remember him having a lot of dialogue in uh, Attack of the Clones. So. I don't think so. Yeah, so it's great. And he's a great actor, too. So Exactly, yeah. Uh, Need some Baru. want to see Baru. <laughs> I know. In her little jean coat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, yeah. that made no yeah, sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then let's talk about just Alderaan. Oh, it's beautiful. Like, I thought Naboo was beautiful, but like, I think Alderaan might be second place now. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Yeah mountains and everything and i mean i yeah it was not it was what i expected but i was happy to see what we saw and like i i i know what you just said you know only alderaan but like uh i kind of like the first thing that came to mind though once we like went on there was seeing um uh bale's wife i think her name is breha breha um but she she was great too i like she's everything i expected Bale's wife to be because we we read about her in I think the Padme books because Padme goes to visit Bale and his wife in, in their in Alderaan and they had like a really good conversation and they had similar traits so it was really cool to see her and get like a little bit of her pretty quickly um she was definitely yeah. the, the mom yeah <laughs> she knows Leia very well to where when she's uh, up to her little tactics. It, it doesn't. It bothers her, but she doesn't get as mad as the actual mom would get if a child is is doing what she's doing. She, I think that they're just used to it now. Yeah. Yeah, and I think she was the same actress from um, *Revenge of the Sith*. Oh, at the really? End of it. I'm pretty sure. Oh, um, I mean, obviously, Jimmy. Jimmy. I think. Jimmy Smiths. Yeah, Jimmy Smiths. Great. I mean, I love him. He is. I mean, I think he he was one of my favorites um, yeah. from the prequels as well. Mm-hmm. And I think he voiced, I don't know if he did the voice in the Clone Wars, but um, but yeah, he's, he's just so good. Like mm-hmm. he, um, he just plays the part of the dad perfectly. It just felt like, you know, you, you felt like um, he was like the perfect. He's very comforting. Like Yeah, exactly. Like the way, and he's kind of comforting too. Like in in crisis, you know, I think you need that level headed person in the rebellion, <laughs> mm-hmm. and 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 to see him as a father, it's the same effect. Yeah, um, I think my favorite part of that whole scene or them in Alderaan was Leia going after her cousin, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was probably like one of my favorite. Okay, this is Princess Leia. She's here. so quick, quick witted. Hmm. Yeah, and then their you know their interaction, um, 
at the you know in the balcony uh where she says i'm not a real organa and you know having that interaction with her that was really special yeah. i think that was just great i mean like i said um just like other shows like you know the book of boba fett um i think we're gonna see we're gonna see obi-wan but we're also gonna see um a lot of the characters from from the prequels and new characters like it's not just gonna be about obi-wan but it's gonna be about the story of of him and the characters and i think also we're gonna see a lot of anakin i think episode three or part three uh is you know if you want to call it that way um it's it's gonna be a heavily on um center on on anakin and vader it, it, it has to be it has yeah. to be. well the way they ended it you kind of conclude yeah. that so that makes sense that was awesome yeah i wouldn't be surprised if uh, we got little very little of of obi-wan in part three you know, that, that seems to be a theme with all these new uh, series where, like, like Book of Boba Fett, you got a lot of The Mandalorian and, and a lot of all these additional characters. And some people probably consider that a con, but I, I think it's great. I think take this time to, you know, put all these additional characters in there that are a part of the story and, you know, just go for it. So yeah. I, I'm all for it. Yeah, it's just like, just like when you read a book, um, they have the side characters and they have so many characters and sometimes you don't even see the main character or you don't read about the main character for a while so it's just a format that people are not used to uh and um when you read the book of boba fett you expect all boba fett mm -hmm. uh but then it, at the, in the end like um is it really good to have too much of one character where you get tired of it uh, you know i think having the character less is actually more impactful, kind of like uh, Vader in the original tri trilogy. You don't really see him very often. Like uh, he's true. not on screen very often, but he's so impactful. And even, I mean, Boba Fett himself, like he's like what in like maybe uh, a few seconds um, in you know Empire Strikes Back. So right. or a couple minutes maybe, but mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That those those parts of those shows it, it leads to something so like you know the kenobi when you're having all this time with leia on alderaan it's leading to something to where you're about to have this huge episode afterwards of obi-wan going to find her yeah i mean all this stuff it's it's not not there for nothing yeah yeah exactly you weren't complaining and during the boba fett show when they had that huge episode with luke grogu ahsoka mandalorian that was amazing nobody was complaining <laughs> I, I loved it yeah <laughs> and i think there's gonna there's gonna be i mean it's just gonna be the 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 norm for these shows um yeah. i don't know if you guys saw any of the announcements but it's been crazy uh on uh, celebration so it's with been... ahsoka and yes yeah. i mean yeah the screenshot of Harris in the back yeah Hera, like he he yeah, showed Sabine. me that mike was like oh did you hear about <laughs> Sorry, no. did you hear about uh the soka show i'm like oh yeah i saw chopper and i saw they have the sabine you know the person playing sabine and he's like no did you see this and i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> right, oh my god it's Hera. <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's crazy i mean i think um I think we're gonna see a lot more of that, yeah. and I think it's because Filoni is in charge of a lot of it. He's basically uh, him and John Favreau are 
in charge of it. And John is more focused on, you know, the original trilogy and, you know, the movies. Yeah. But Dave Filoni, I mean, you can't, he's not going to just let it go. Like, he's right. going to be like, okay, bring it on and uh, and we do more, you know. Please, and people love do. it. Yeah, please do. Please yeah. Do. yeah. Oh, I, yeah. Thank the Lord for Dave Filoni. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think then, you know, going back to Kenobi, like, mm-hmm. like, it, you know, wrapping it up with, you know, Obi-Wan deciding to go rescue Leia and and digging up the lightsabers was just so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe, he, you know, he just, um, you know, hit him in there. And yeah. How and did he his, remember where to find them? <laughs> I mean, he probably feels. Sense uh, them. Yeah. With the force. <laughs> and it's like a, it's like another parallel to I I guess you know the the sequel trilogy, uh, which was something that you know when when uh, uh, Ray uh, buries the mm-hmm. lightsabers of you know uh, Leia and and Luke or mm-hmm. Anakin's the Skywalker lightsaber yeah um, and everybody's like complaining about it and like oh Anakin will be so mad if you know because he doesn't oh, like Sam oh my gosh stuff. I'm like there you go Obi Wan <laughs> did the same thing yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, before we wrap things up on this, on part one, though, like, um, I want to point out, because I'm obsessed with droids, Leia's droid, Lola, that thing was so cool. And they're selling, I think, is, I don't know if it's a Hasbro that's selling, I don't know, Hasbro, but yeah. I want that. <laughs> Late birthday <laughs> gift, <Yep>. Michael. <laughs> I want that so bad. That is so stinking cute. And I love how she treats droids with respect. Yeah. So. Yep. I like that. So I, I just need to point it out. That was like, I know it's so small, but it's something that I really appreciated. Um, I just enjoyed the like the end of part one, um, leading to that time of of Obi Wan to decide to go help. I was uh, on but, edge. I, I then, wasn't sure if he was going to do it. <laughs> well, that that him continuing to go to work and continue like. That him uh, talking to Bale, and he looked. Obi Wan looked sad. He just looked sad because mm-hmm. I feel like he wanted to help, but he knows he has to stay here. And then the moment that he comes back, and you know that one uh, Jedi is hanging. Yeah. And he, I, I, at that point, I feel like it was just him. Like, all right, fine, I got to do this. Like, I, I have to, like. The person that I mean, I'm pretty sure when like he goes back to the cave, Bale's there, waiting for him. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be interested because like he needs to go back. He wants to go back to Tatooine. Uh, Location-wise, like will will he go back to Tatooine with Leia? Which that will be interesting. Yeah. Like will That'd... they? Will the the two children meet? Will the the twins meet before they even know it? You know, it's it's so many. So many different opportunities, so many different uh, ways of going there. Uh, but obviously, she might, you know, hang out with uh, Obi-Wan longer than we think. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> That'd uh, be so cool. Oh, man. Oh, one more, one more uh. thing I want to point out, too, though. Uh, when Leia did get kidnapped, Mike actually told me this morning, he's like, you know who, who kidnapped her was Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, right? <laughs> I was like, what? I did, I did, yeah, yeah. I was like, 
wait, I recognize this guy. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, and you know, obviously that's what he's most famous for is being the drummer of that band. But I was like that. He also voiced uh, Donnie Thornberry from the wild Thornberries. If you remember that show from Nickelodeon. Um, so, so, he's, he's so he, got, he has, yeah, yeah experience. Actor, right? yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, so I gotta, I gotta tell Kelly cause like we, we, I mean, it, he was very like, you know, such a unique face. Yeah. And I'm like, but I can't. Yeah. I know. I said the same thing. I'm like, I knew he looked familiar. I just couldn't figure it out. And then Mike's like, yeah, that's, that's the drummer from that's, that band. And I'm like, that's, fun. that's awesome. I love that. That's great. Um, all right. So let's get into part two then. Yeah. Uh, Kenobi needs to find Leia. And so, yeah. And he goes to, I don't remember the planet. Dea. Uh, planet's name. Yeah. So that's, I like that it's, we switch location right mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. It's not all Tatooine. Um, because people were like, oh my gosh, what, what is it going to be like? It's just going to be Luke, uh, you know, Obi-Wan on Tatooine the whole time. Uh, I think it's a good way to spice it up. And, and no pun intended. Uh, so that was a lot of spice in there. <laughs> and I, I thought like that planet sounded familiar, but I don't think it's ever been discussed. Like this is the first time it's making any type of appearance. Um, right. Like Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what what we said okay. when we first saw it. It looks cool. It, it, I don't know. Um, one of the first things that he sees is a homeless man that is a clone trooper, and I'm like, Oh my gosh! Oh yeah. my gosh! Like that is so like a poor. Who, I wonder who it is. I wonder if it's somebody we know. Yeah, it's obviously I mean, it's definitely you know Tim Morrison. Yes, uh, you know play the character, but. I looked at the uh, the end credits and it was just like a clone trooper. Like it was it didn't have a name or, um, you know, and so I, at first I'm like, oh my gosh, they already have Rex. <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on? Why is Rex there? But yeah. you know, he's got long hair and all this stuff. Uh, but that that tells you that we're gonna see more clones, um, and and he's gonna be. I mean, Tim is gonna play all the clones. And which is great. It makes yeah. sense, even you know, like, because obviously he's not young anymore. But it's been ten years, and you know, the clones age differently. Yeah. Uh, so it totally makes sense. And like, they're like, well, what about what about Boba? Well, Boba was young in the prequels, so he aged differently as well. Yeah. And so in the book of Boba Fett and, and the Lorian, he's at the right age. So it's perfect. It's just I don't know how they timed it. But it's just perfect, and I hope that we get more of that. I hope we get Rex or somebody. We'll probably get Rex in the Ahsoka show for sure. But yeah, I don't know how that be, would work though. It'd be interesting to see Cody. Yes, I think mm -hmm. that's probably what you know, like uh, something that we're we're gonna have to explore. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Um, and then after he run, or sees that homeless trooper, a girl comes up to him, which. I think by now everybody knows the news that that actress that offered him spice was his daughter in real life. Um, so that was cool that she got to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was funny. how She's like, I used to be a daughter once. <laughs> Take <laughs> yeah. these drugs. They'll make you feel better. <laughs> it's interesting. Like it's another parallel to Attack of the Clones. 
because when he goes to the uh, to the bar and somebody uh-huh. like tries to sell him um death sticks mm-hmm. oh yeah and it's like oh, you want to i don't want death sticks you you want to think your life you know rethink your life and <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was I'm very gonna... similar but not not the same reaction right from yeah mm-hmm. um and then this little boy comes up to him and goes you know you, there's a Jedi if you if you need to see him if you need his help and for for, funny. for a cost <laughs> for a price. Um, it's actually funny. Yeah, and he he takes him to this Jedi, and I can't think of the actor's name that plays this fake Jedi, but he's in a lot of stuff. Uh, shoot, what is his name? Is it, was it, was he in like? Uh, so he wasn't in, in the Eternals. Oh, uh, okay. He's a lot of like you know. He's a. I think he's more of a, a comedian. Oh, okay. Uh, he's really funny. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know if I, I I can say his name right. Kumail, or Kumail uh, Nanjani. Yes. Okay. And uh, yeah, and the character's name is Haja. Yes. Uh, Haja. Yep. So it's funny because people thought that he was gonna play um, Anakin's best friend from Tatooine. I think Kidster. Um, but he's obviously not. So. That would have been cool. Been funny. Yeah. It would have been funny, <laughs> <laughs> been funny right? In that, in that but I think it was too much of a, it would have been too much of a fan service. Like, yeah. It was a little too much, right? I think it's good that he's got his own character and he's a Jedi. <laughs> per se. <laughs> little magnets. Little magnets. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because, like, that made me, uh, and obviously it's not, definitely not related to that, but it made me think of the, um, the latest issues of uh, the com- uh, the Doctor Afra comic, um, where like there's a there's a character, um, and they um, they like try to find um, ways to use the Force without being like Force uh, users. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, they use like you know magnets and all this stuff. But you know, obviously, it's more more than just magnets. But I thought that was kind of funny. It reminds me of when uh, in the um, episode of Rebels when Sabine is learning the dark saber, and um, oh, what's his name, Pow or something, gives her something for a Mandalore where she can like shoot force out, and she hits Ezra when they were dueling. Yeah. If you if you can't beat them or um, if you can't beat them or be them, like I can't remember. I can't remember the. The quote, but it was kind of like that of like you have to kind of match their energy. They they can do things through the force, but you have this. You have to like make up for it in different ways. Technology with technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think I I I think that character, and I don't think uh, he's gonna. Well, he's gonna be in five episodes. Oh, so he seemed like by the end of this episode, he kind of seemed like I want to help this guy and 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 do what I got to do. Um, so, you know, eventually Obi-Wan asks him for help or forces him to help because he knows he's being a phony (laughs) and he suggests going into the sewers and, you know, that's probably where he'll find, you know, I think he's calling Leia his daughter right now, Mm -hmm. just, you know, just because, and, and, and he gets into the sewers and I think he has to like put on like all these, like, uh, like a mask and a, like a coat and stuff because he's going into a lab, essentially. Mm-hmm. Spice lab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And looks like a break. Looks like a Breaking Bad episode. Yeah, exactly. That's, that was the vibe. Right? <laughs> uh, and and uh, he, I think he that caught. To me, yeah, to me that was like borderline not Star Wars in terms of you know like a, the way it looked. Yeah. Um, it was borderline. Like I think it was still Star Wars, but it was like getting a little too close to reality well um, this reminded me of book of boba fett like a lot of people claimed like the younger people in book of boba fett were like cyberpunk ish that's what this reminded me. like everything about Daya was like very felt like real life like we said like i said i felt like tokyo it felt i don't know i mean the the place itself like i think uh you know like the the airport kind of look or spacebar whatever you want to call it uh, there were some things that were uh, a little too close to reality to what we think you know to like a real world but i think it's also a way to introduce new um things into star wars and new things kind of throw people off a little bit right if it's yeah. not familiar right um same with like glasses you know with the dr pershing um and then and the Mandalorian wearing glasses and like no you don't see glasses people wearing glasses in Star Wars at all mm-hmm. and you know it's those little things that that might bother you at first but then you just walk on them eventually mm-hmm. uh, but if my that's what that was my first you know it wasn't like a I'm not criticizing or anything mm-hmm. uh, but it just felt like it, I kind of got pulled out of Star Wars just for a second yeah and into Breaking Bad <laughs> uh he and i think he like eventually like pushes something to the ground and it causes an explosion and he's able to get to the back of the lab and and start like looking through the doors and all that um where he like goes through a door where he thinks he sees leia but it's actually a a a droid and he gets captured yeah by i thought that was leia playing tricks on him yeah right because she did that earlier in part one yeah and then here comes flea from the red hot chili peppers (laughs) (laughs) i can't let go of that and it's interesting how how obi-wan fights he's really rusty very rusty and he's not using he's like trying so hard like he's not using the force yeah which i'm not sure well we Later on, we find out that he hasn't used the force. Yes, the force at all. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I mean, I think he just—he's had to come up with other ways to fight. Yeah, be so creative. He's not used anymore. Right. But yeah, because I'm assuming cool. he, I'm, I'm assuming he's not getting into much trouble in in Tatooine. So, he yeah, you're right. No. That's probably why he's rusty. Yeah, but it'll come back. It'll come back to him for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, ha- it has to because I mean now we see. In that episode, then we see Riva, uh, like jumping from you know one rooftop to the other, like almost like a um, animal like. I know, know. Like, like she like used scary. all fours and like. It's scary. I think it's she's. Ex- scary. I think it was a little excessive, but. Well, yeah, yeah, like the, the backflips <laughs> and all that stuff. I'm like, she's just too much right now. It wasn't, it wasn't like the, there was a backflip that a little extra back like. Um, that wasn't like necessary mm-hmm. uh, but it's just like you know it's it's a show it's just like uh, I can compare it with um, like at the end of Solo where we see uh, you know Maul and it lights his lightsaber and oh just, like, yeah like 
Okay. A little extra. We didn't need that, but all right, sure. But you know, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's a show, right? So, yeah. um, but I mean, I would be scared, like you know, to be chased down by, uh, by Riva. It's like she's scary, and she's not gonna stop it. She's like like a, a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, when she's like you know taunting Obi Wan, Obi Wan. It's like literally mm-hmm. like yeah. horror, lit, like classic horror. Um, kind of uh feel i agree with that (laughs) and she's she's very powerful like um you can tell that she can manipulate your mind too like she can read your mind yeah and like i told nicole when we were watching it again like i'm very surprised she didn't try that on owen right because she was really trying to get Owen to talk get him to say something i feel like she could feel something in him that he was hiding something i was very surprised she didn't use it on him I think it's because she was with the other inquisitors and um she knew that they were you know they were gonna stop her but in this scene she's alone she's like mm-hmm. in a you know in an alley dark alley and she's like um another parallel like visual parallel uh to the sequels like it felt it looked very much like um like kylo ren's power yeah how he like tries to read uh, you know people's minds that was like very 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 Kylo Ren to me mm-hmm. and she didn't have any problem cutting that lady's hand off though <laughs> they always have to cut somebody's hand off I know that was brutal <laughs> that was Star Wars that's classic yeah. Star Wars yeah. exactly so um, brother's like what the hell are you doing <laughs> yeah uh but it was interesting how I'm um, sorry. Oh no, go ahead. No, it was interesting how they got to that point where she almost has Obi Wan, and Obi Wan is like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to like do a lightsaber duel. I'm not ready." <laughs> like, you no. can tell he's not ready. <laughs> he would have died right there. He's nervous. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's like the Grand Inquisitor is like, "Well, wait, just you know, don't mess this up." And I'm like, dude, like, don't let him go. Like, yeah, what are you doing? Rev is like, uh, Rev is like, I have him right here, and then like, Inquisitor is like, you're gonna let him go again. No, you just did because you interrupted. Yeah, and then he got it gets stabbed. Obviously, he's not gonna die. Right, that wouldn't make any sense, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it'd be a, kind of a slap in the face to Rebels fans. Yeah, I don't think he, uh, he's not gonna die, but um, it's just a way to to slow him down, I guess. But then, like, how is he gonna? answer that too well maybe he's just gonna be in the back to tank the whole time like yeah trying to true. recover and then she's like okay i'm gonna take over now mm-hmm. that's true i mean they could find out like you know the brothers could find out or anybody else that you did this so they all could be after her now or she'll like you said she'll just take over i'm i'm the leader now i'm the captain now <laughs> yep because yep. if he gets out if he gets out he's going after her Right. It gets out of the back to tank or he heals the way he needs to. He's going to go after her. Yeah. And the only thing I can think of, like when it comes to Reva, is that she's not in Rebels. Or she's not going to make it. No. She's, she's going to die. I don't know if it's going to be uh, Obi-Wan that kills her or Anakin. Anakin. Maybe. Or, you know, yeah. He's like, okay, I'm done with you. I'm ready. What? I'm, like. I- just step aside. I'm gonna fight Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for finding him. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I kind of feel like she's going to break out of the Inquisitors after this. 
I mean, you don't you don't go back from killing the Grand Inquisitor. Like, obviously, the fifth brother had respect, and the I think it was the fifth sister was there in this episode as well. They have respect for the Grand Inquisitor. Like, there's no, I mean, it's there, there's no going back. From their those. leader, right? Yeah, so, the leader. Yeah, she she did something big. She kidnapped a princess to find right Obi Wan. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 big. It's funny. It's like Inquisitors even have like these morals. Code. Yeah, code. It's a kind of code, right? <laughs> you can't do it like this. <laughs> You're never gonna. Yeah. They're never gonna find Obi Wan if they argue every time that they talk to each other. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, Vader is not gonna be pleased. He's gonna be like, oh, because they don't. It, it it's not like they're Jedi, and they have like their ranking is pretty low. It's like, I mean, you're expendable. I can just find a non inquisitor. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, like in the comics, they're they practice or duel all the time. Yeah. So and he he takes he takes them out all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. I mean, I, you know what? You didn't work out. I'll find I'll find another. Yeah. Exactly. The one one part I want I thought was funny that I want to get to is when he finally finds Leia, and when he opens the door, she smacks him right when he walks through oh, the door. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's she was, feisty. She is awesome. I tell you what, yeah. I mean this is this is Leia right here. Yeah, this is someone here that I look at. Like I said yesterday, Nicole, her and Anakin would have got along so well. They would have yeah. got along so well. Yeah, I know. But I, but on another note, like this is also Bale. Bale's daughter too though like this is his influence on her and Bale's a smart guy so it makes sense that Leia is you know smart and can defend herself and she's just not gonna let anybody mess with her mm-hmm. yeah and then it was also interesting to see uh, Obi-Wan like fight all the bounty hunters mm. with you know uh, just a blaster yeah. and he's not really good at it either he doesn't have a good aim <laughs> no, no he doesn't yeah, it's it kind of reminded me of uh, of Kanan uh, at the beginning of Rebels, because uh, he's like not using his lightsaber. He's like, no, you gotta stay hidden, uh, and and use you know, just use a blaster and don't mm-hmm. don't show your lightsaber. And then obviously, eventually he's like, okay, that's it. I guess you guys know I'm I'm a <laughs> Jedi, or you know, used to be. So yeah, it's interesting definitely uh so so after obi-wan finally gets to leia and she decides to like reluctantly like go with them even though she doesn't trust him um they're trying to i I think that's actually when reva like sends out a um wanted uh Mm -hmm. message to every bounty hunter um apb yeah, and they and it's. I think it was kind of cool to see like it pop up on everybody's screen while like Obi Wan's trying to take Leia like through the through the city and and try to get somewhere. Uh, and he's like, probably he's probably thinking to himself like, "Crap! Like this is like all odds are against me at this point." Uh-huh. It's never easy. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was interesting, and it's just so action packed. The second episode was definitely action packed and. Um, and it just it just gets you excited for for the rest of the show. Like you yeah. know, it was you know I had a nice beginning in part one, part two, it's ramping it up, and then uh, I think we're gonna then see a bit of you know Vader's side mm-hmm. um, in part three, and then 
see how it you know how it plays out but definitely the the strongest moment in part two is the end where like you know Riva she says well you know Darth Vader will be pleased and she senses that Obi-Wan didn't know that Anakin was alive yes that was kind of heartbreaking to see he because he looked so disturbed even after him and Leia escaped she's like are you I think she said are you okay or something like that or like his face just says it all yeah yeah like mixed emotions right and Mm -hmm. and Ewan just such a great actor like he just gave us so much with those looks yeah like it's just like he I feel like I I just saw guilt uh, I saw fear yeah Mm -hmm. because he's I mean he's afraid now he's like like you know if we get to talk it might be the last time we talk because he's gonna kill me mm-hmm. like he's you know he said like at the end of uh, revenge um he said i hate you like he is mad so like their confrontation is not going to be like um the one in a new hope yeah where it's just very composed and be like oh i'm the master now i don't no, no, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of emotions mm-hmm. coming out of that. Well, especially because it's been 10 years. For 10 years, he thought he was absolutely dead. And and for him to realize, oh my God, he's been sending out people to come find me. This this Inquisitor's been trying to find me. And and, and I, you know what? I also wonder if, if at the end he felt Anakin, like he sensed him and vice versa. Because the way he said his name and then it quickly went to him, I'm like did they feel each other like through the force i don't know yeah i mean he i think i think anakin woke up from the back to tank bath and he's like oh here we go there he is i'm ready i'm not gonna stop now i found you and it's weird because you know obi-wan doesn't know that anakin is alive still alive but anakin knows that obi-wan is alive it's a very different um, different thing. He's been thinking about Obi Wan for ten years. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to find this guy. It's probably been fueling his hate. Exactly, and obviously, um, Palpatine doesn't help mm-hmm. with that. And it's it's all Palpatine's. Like he he just, you know, in the end, it's really not Anakin's fault. It's Mm-mm. Palpatine playing games, you know, on him and yeah. games with. Yeah, I I've read within the last few months. Uh, Lord of the Siths, and it's basically, um, I mean, a lot of it has to do with Cham Syndulla, but a bu- but the other half is Palpatine, or Sidious Anne, and Vader, and there's a lot of times where Vader has to look, has to think about the past to, to get himself to fight a certain way, and a lot of times he thinks about Obi-Wan, and he thinks about Ahsoka, and he thinks about Padme, so he's been definitely thinking about Obi-Wan. And, and and Sidious knows it. He's like, I know you're thinking about who you were as Anakin Skywalker, and that's fueling who you are now. And 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 he's promoting it. Like he's saying, continue to do that because that is going to get you to where you need to be. Um, but yeah, 
that was that ending like you were hyped up for the next episode for sure it's like you said a hundred times too nicole like imagine just in a dark room hearing that the breaths uh, from vader when you so hear creepy. the breaths of vader you know exactly you know exactly what's going on or mm-hmm. who's there and that's just to see hayden as as vader was just like we we, we talked a lot about leia and a lot about obi-wan or Ewan McGregor, but I've been waiting to see Hayden mm-hmm. as Vader. And yeah. I can and like when you when you discuss Fabio about these like next episodes that we could have, we could possibly have like a big episode of just Anakin or just Vader. I, I'm all for it. I'm all give me it. Like obviously we want to watch Ewan McGregor. I want to watch Obi-Wan. But to get more Hayden I'm all in. Like I, I, that's that's what I want. I mean, th- these are the story. These are the stories that I want. I want to yeah. watch it. Yeah, there's a lot of unfinished um, storytelling for for him, and uh, I think that um, we're gonna be surprised. Like I think we expect to see Vader, all this stuff, but I I have a feeling that the flashbacks are really gonna play out in we're going to see more of Hayden Christensen because obviously they brought him back and they're just going to have him in a mask. Yeah. I mean, yes and no, but it's not <laughs> like, uh, you know, Pedro and, and the Mandalorian where he's, he started, you know, inside a mask, like yeah. wearing a mask, but we've seen Hayden so much that we want to see his face. We want to see his performance. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like, any person who could wear the the costume because then if you think about it when when he wears the costume it's not going to be his voice mm. it can't be his voice yeah so we're going to have to see him without a mask and obviously he's not going to be walking around without a mask on like he's <laughs> going to not be able to breathe um we'll see a little bit of that i think but i think there has to be some kind of flashback and i mean age-wise they look great i don't think they you know that's going to be a problem like mm-hmm. a few a few wrinkles you can um you can figure i mean they, they were able to bring young luke full-on young luke yeah so i don't i don't think that that's going to be a problem so we're going to see some clone wars kind of um kind of flashback i think yeah give yeah. me give me those give me those clone wars armor i want to see that yeah, yeah, yeah. i want to see that so bad <laughs> yeah so bad yeah. we we're gonna I mean, maybe it won't be a lot but it will be enough that mm-hmm. people will be like happy so I, I wonder if you know in those flashbacks if we'll see ahsoka as well i feel like we will see uh, that's another thing like we haven't seen like ahsoka and 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 Anakin haven't really talked after the Clone Wars. You know, we've seen a little bit uh, in Rebels, mm-hmm. but they don't really talk much. Mm-mm. It's like they're just there, like, you know, is which, by the way, the episode was incredible. But, um, mm-hmm. like, I think we'll see a lot of that maybe here in this in, in the Kenobi show, but also in the Ahsoka yeah. as, you know, Anakin's Force Ghost. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of catching up between the two. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. We saw this in the trailer and you see it. And I think, yeah, in this episode, the, uh, 
carnivore, carnivore, not carnivores, uh, the bird that is um, Ahsoka's. Moray? Yeah, you see those types of birds in when he hits like a like some sort of it, gasket and they fly up. Um, I wonder if that is like a sign of Ahsoka. I don't know. I'm, I know this is like probably far fetched, but a lot, I think a lot of people thought about that. So um, I, I that's the I one thing. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Ahsoka in this show because she was in a book of Boba Fett. She was in Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it will make sense. Um, time-wise, I don't know. I don't know if uh, Rosario is playing the older Ahsoka, mm-hmm. and maybe it might not work. But I don't, I don't know. I, f- I feel like Rosario could pull it off easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, agree. There might be a difference in in wardrobe and 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 makeup. Yeah, right. Uh, but I feel like we might even see that. I think there's just there's so know, many possibilities. <laughs> I know. Uh, so little things I want to point out. Um, for one, I thought it was funny when uh, Leia and Kenobi were switching out of their clothing. And he's like, not the gloves. Or he's like, we, or you don't need the gloves. And he's like, the gloves. We're grabbing them. <laughs> that made me chuckle. Um, yeah. That, that <laughs> outfit, the green outfit looked a lot like the one she wears in Return of the Jedi. Yes, you're right. It, it had a little bit of a, um, I don't know. I don't know. It was just like a. Mm-hmm. a it, it obviously, it's not the same, but like that poncho, like yeah, yeah. The, I loved the it. red. The red looked like Padme from Handmaidens, from yeah. Phantom Menace, and also that yeah, that outfit also looked like the one she wears in um, um, Empire uh, when she's uh, in Bespin. That she oh, changes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, even the even the uh, the hair, yeah, know, the hairstyle was very similar. So they have a lot of, they're, they're throwing a lot of visual uh, references to yeah. the movies, the other movies, so that it it brings you back and like, oh wow, like that's Leia, because <laughs> if she had a different like hairstyle uh, or something like that, she, you know, she would just look like any kid, you know? Yeah. Uh, I want to point out that when Riva sent out the wanted thing for Kenobi, um, the fake Jedi and his little friend, his little sidekick saw it. And I like how they went to go help him. And, and I know we talked about how that character is going to be in a bunch of other episodes. So at first, when like they first had that scene, I'm like, oh, they're going to try to capture him for the money. I was not expecting them to say, hey, take this key go here. They're not going to expect that, you know, anything up that there's going to be anybody in here, just leave. So I don't know. I I thought that was cool. And I'm looking forward to seeing this. I'm sorry. I forgot his name, but I keep uh, referencing him as the fake Jedi, but I'm looking forward to seeing what he has. Haja. 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 I'm looking forward to seeing more of Haja because I think, I think he is funny. So it makes sense that he uh, probably brought in some of his um, comedian skills into the show. <laughs> yeah, so it's not so dark. Yeah. It's like a comedic uh, relief so that, you know, it's not so tragic. Because, I mean, we we love tragedy, right? Yeah. But maybe, <laughs> yep. maybe some uh, casual viewers would be like, oh, my gosh, this is 
dragging, <laughs> dragging uh, me down. Yeah, I'm, really, I'm gonna cry. Uh, and and lastly, uh, I want to also point out that Emmy Emmy and Mike talked about this earlier. How he how how Obi Wan was telling Leia, "Wow, you remind me of, of a good friend of mine," and she passed yeah, away. And at first, we're like, obviously, he's referencing Padme, but we both were like, it could be Satine. It is Satine. For sure. It could be both. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, it, it's a team. It's a team. Because the way he says it, like he, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess you're right, though, because it, it will be a connection to Leia. But it felt more more personal. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like when I feel like when he said me too, when she said, I'm sorry, that he was saying me too, like, because you should have known your mom. Mm hmm. I don't know. It's it's weird. Like to me, it sounds more like like Satine because he's still holding on to like her death. I don't yeah. know. I would still be all for that too because I want to yeah. see Satine. I want to see Satine. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. <sighs> yeah. Talk, How are they gonna pull that off? Like we talk about heartache. This is what I want. I want heartache in this show. Show me Satine. I want to see. Makes, yeah. I mean, even like the random people that you could. I want to see Satine. I want to see Qui Gon, which I believe, like you said, he's gonna show up at some point. But the 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 emotion that you get from just just these first two episodes that like Ewan gives you is perfect. I I still love the first time that he had to use the Force when he had to stop her from falling, which apparently that's what all uh, Skywalkers do. They all fall, but <laughs> like his his. I don't. I don't feel like he wanted to. I don't feel like he wanted to to do it. But when he did it, like, okay, it's out there. It's on. I can. I still have it, but it took me a little while to get it mm-hmm. back. And then her, like, like the look. I'm like, okay. When we said this too, like Nicole, like he got down to her really, really fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you like jump off the building or did you? Because he got down there fast. Yeah. But then she goes like, oh, my God, you are a Jedi. Like, yeah, how many times do I got to convince you that I'm not here to, to kidnap you? I'm here to help you. I mean, you know, to play devil's advocate, she, do, she did just get kidnapped. She probably, she already doesn't trust anybody because she is a princess. And I'm sure that's what Bale and, and his wife, you know, have ingrained in her that you cannot trust anybody. Um, but, yeah, I think after that point, she obviously starts trusting him. But yeah, how the heck did he get down so fast? <laughs> I'm <laughs> he still. Got, wa- he jumped down. <laughs> yeah, too. Like he's like, okay, my the force is back. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, he's got it. Otherwise, like, he's not gonna see like Obi Wan not using the force anymore. I think that's that was the uh, the moment where he's like, okay, I'm back. Mm-hmm. You know, we're he's not gonna you know fight Vader like this. Mm. He can't. Yeah. So, right. um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that evolves. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see a lightsaber though. I can't I wait to see him. I thought for a minute we were going to get it this episode. I'm like, wow, already we're going to see him light it up. But no, it wasn't the right time. That's why like the, you know, the, the Grand Inquisitor shows up mm-hmm. and he gets, you know, he manages to escape because that wasn't the time to light the the saber yeah with with riva and and there's gonna be there's gonna be a fight between them for sure Mm -hmm. because they said it during the uh the press release i mean they said that they they practiced together for hours and days 
and yes, it's there's going to be a fight. I'm looking right. forward to it. All right. All right. Well, is there any other closing thoughts? No. It was a great episode. The first two episodes was, were everything I wanted, to be honest. Like, there's there's nothing, in my opinion, that could have they could have done differently. Yeah, it makes sense that they had them together in one day because it felt like a a one big episode. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, then next Wednesday is when um, part three comes out. Um, I believe that's how they're titling them all by part. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we'll definitely be doing another episode. Fabio, you're more than welcome to join us because these conversations are awesome. Um, but again, where can we find you on social media and all that stuff? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Tatooine underscore times. Uh, and also on Instagram at Tatooine Times. Uh, I'm usually, you know, I use just my um, Tatooine Times account for all of my social media. I don't even, don't even use my, you know, personal one anymore. It's just <laughs> um, basically that's that's uh, all the time I spend uh, on social yeah, media. Same but, here. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then also obviously uh, TatooineTimes.com. That's uh, where all my content and our content. Um, goes so um, you know check it out yeah and and Fabio like he said he has somebody on his team at Star Wars Celebration currently so all the content right now is amazing so please check them out Um, you can find uh, the podcast at comically caffeinated on Instagram and comically calf on Twitter and uh, you can find Michael at Sith and Stogies where he puts his favorite comic and current cigar and also on Twitter, Sith and Stogies. Um, Some book re- book reviews. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, then we will see you guys probably. Next l- week. Yeah, next week to to go over the next episode. Thank you, Fabio. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks, Fabio. Thanks. <laughs>